Hey, hey. All right. This week we are talking about your clothes. We are talking about clothing closets, dressers. Where do you store your clothing? This is part of our whole house organizing project and we are working on personal spaces. Your personal space that we are working on today is clothing closets, clothing closets, dressers, and anything like that. So come on in and join us and ask your questions in the Facebook group. I will be happy to answer them. Hi, welcome to a Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. I'm Jennifer McDaniel, pro organizer, capsule wardrobe stylist, and functional home designer. As a mom of four, I realize how quickly things get out of control and how important it is to prioritize how your home functions and how it makes you feel. So if you're ready to find solutions to the stressors in your home and make room for the things that are really important, listen in and let's get started. Okay, so number one thing that I find in clothing closets as I go to my clients' houses, number one thing that I do when I am sorting through my closet, my children's closets, all of their clothing, the number one thing that I do is check for things to be the right size and in good condition. So as I am sorting through, pulling things out, number one thing easy to get rid of is anything that is the wrong size and anything that is in poor condition. So any of the things that need repairs, I'm just not the kind of person that is going to repair anything. If I sew a button on something, you can absolutely tell it looks like garbage. And I just do not have that skill set. That is not something I can do well at all. And so anything that is damaged in any kind of way like that, if it just goes from my house, I'm not going to fix it. So that sort of thing goes. It's fast. It's easy. And in most of my clients' houses, they already have more than enough clothing that they don't need to spend their time on things that need repairs unless it is a really high value item. And if so, please send it to get repaired from a seamstress, a tailor, something like that. Um, But just decluttering and organizing the closet. The next thing I do is after I've gotten rid of the things that are in the wrong sizes is eliminate anything that is in the wrong season. And I like to, in my room, use my dresser for my out of season clothing. That way, all the clothes that I wear currently that are appropriate for this season are in my closet. I only have to go to one place to get ready. For my kids, all of their clothing that is in their closet is appropriate for this season. Maybe, uh, you know, in the springtime, it's a little bit more challenging because we have to have stuff for 50 degrees, 40 degrees, um, as well as. 90 degrees here in the Carolinas. That is just part of it. Um, Like this week, it is in the 40s and it is also in the upper 80s. So we have to have a variety of clothing. Uh, The thing that I do remove from their closets is their winter coats, any of their winter garments like hats, gloves, snow boots. It's definitely not going to snow around here anymore. Heavy sweaters because... It will go from 45 degrees to 88 degrees in the same day. So we are wearing layers because we have to remove those layers. So a nice jacket works really well and uh, short sleeve shirts, 
long sleeve, you know, a short sleeve shirt, a hoodie and a jacket. That's enough for if the temperatures are going to be varying that much throughout the day when you are out. And then of course, check your pants and your socks. I saw a cute little kid going into school this morning with a lightweight winter coat and shorts <laughs> because that's just how our weather is. It's in the 50s in the morning when the kids get to school and then by lunchtime it's in the 80s. So shorts are appropriate for 80 degree weather but a coat is also appropriate for 54 degrees. So <laughs> we have to have that variety and in order to do that I have to keep a smaller wardrobe because having all of my winter clothing out and all of my summer clothing out is overwhelming for my children to keep up with. So we have not pulled out the swimwear. We have not pulled out the sundresses and the tank tops, but we have pulled out the shorts and the short sleeve tops. My daughter doesn't have her shorts out yet. She has one pair of shorts out. She is not likely to wear them. She just likes her leggings and her dresses most of the time or leggings and a long t-shirt. She does not <laughs> wear shorts very often. Uh, my eight-year-old, he also struggles to wear uh, shorts. So he likes his long pants and he has done that most of the time. So that's, you know, changing out the season's clothes is a challenge but I do it in stages. Any heavy pants, really dark, obviously winter items, those get packed up as soon as we hit our nice, um, you know, as soon as we know there's not going to be any more snow, right? No more super freezy days. A cool 60 degrees is the high, 40 degrees is the high. Some, you know, that doesn't happen around here very often after March, right? Mid-March, that's done. We can put those winter gear away. When I put the winter gear away, what I'm talking about is my children's winter stuff goes to the top of their closet. I have anything that does not fit them, will not fit them next year, next size, you know, next time we have a winter. So anything that was right at the edge of their size. So my daughter is turning six. So anything that was a four or five, that's not staying that it will not stay in her wardrobe, that will be donated, even if it still currently fits her. There is very little chance that it will fit her in the next six months when, when she starts needing those things again. So those things go, and then we keep anything that is currently a 5-6 would be what she would be keeping. She is on the smaller size for her age group, um, and my son, who just turned nine, anything that has an eight on it, he will not be keeping because he is on the larger side of the size bracket for himself. So anything that had an eight in the sizing will not stay. He will be in the 10, 12 size range for his winter gear because he is, he just turned nine, but he is on the larger size for his age group. So that helps to make it really easy. I do have a kid's capsule wardrobe podcast already. It was one of the first few episodes I put out, like maybe episode three. It's way down there. You can scroll through and find that one, but that has all the details. I have another one that talks about hand-me-downs somewhere in the forties or fifties. I don't remember exactly when that was. 
um, but it was a while ago. That one might be helpful if you have a lot of hand-me-downs and you try and save things for your other kids. Um, but for today's episode, we're talking about organizing your personal spaces, your closet, your clothing storage. Now, I have several other closet episodes where I've talked about organizing closets. And so as we are in this change of season time, as I'm releasing this episode, I want you to think about what has to stay in the closet. What do you need right now? And then anything that you don't need right now, do you have somewhere that you can put it? Are your drawers so full of things that you don't have room to put the clean laundry away. If you were to wash all of your laundry, all of it was clean, every single bit of laundry, would you have a place to store everything? If you're, if you have that much stuff, that's too much stuff for anybody. I don't care if you stay the same size for 30 years. If you don't have room for that much stuff, you can certainly find a few things to get rid of in probably every drawer. You could probably get rid of a couple of things you know, leggings or, um, athletic wear that isn't in, um, as good a condition, anything that you wouldn't go and purchase. If you saw it at the store, if you wouldn't purchase it in its current condition right now, it's probably not going to be a favorite item that you would want to buy or wear all the time. So most people, most people, not everyone, most people have a rotation of items that are our go-to items. And that is just what we continue to wear and cycle through on a regular basis. For most people, that is under 40 items. Under 40 items of clothing that we wear on repeat on a regular basis. So when I first started doing uh, the capsule wardrobe, when I first learned about capsule wardrobes and really took a moment and helped my teen daughter. She was, I think, 11, 10, 11, somewhere in that range where she was really wanting to find her own style and uh, become her own self instead of just who I had been dressing. (laughs) Um, And, you know, that's just an age where it gets a little tricky. They're in between sizes. They don't really fit in the little girl's um, cartoony clothing anymore. And they do not have the shaping for women's department either. So it's a really tricky age and stage of life, but keeping it simple helps it to be really versatile. So for my daughter, I did Project 333 for her. She had 33 items that she set up as a mix and match wardrobe that she could wear all of her tops and all of her bottoms together, and I bagged up everything else. And she was so happy, and she looked so stylish. Every day for that month, that first month we did it, she had so much style. It was just adorable to watch her put her outfits together and to be creative with fewer items. She had a lot more thinking space is what it seemed to me than when her closet was full and she was so happy. It was easy for her to get dressed. It was exciting for her to get dressed in the mornings. It can be that way for you too. When we clear out all the extra stuff that's taking up space, that clutter, it gives you freedom to make those creative choices. And so if you need some help with that, let's set up a a coaching session. Let's do a styling session and I can help you mix and match that wardrobe and use pieces that you already have 
and maybe have a couple of suggestions for something that you could add to give you a lot more variety in your styles. So um, even, I just can't help myself, but I, I just give you suggestions the whole time I'm talking to you anyways. Um, so if we do a styling session, you will come away with a lot more than just what you came for <laughs> because I love it so much. Uh, so if you are interested in that, come message me, um, go to www.thesosmom.com, thesosmom.com, and let's book a styling session. Let's get that going. It is so much fun for me, and I absolutely love it. If that is something that you're interested in, let's do it, um, and you need some help with it. It's really worth it because it changes the way you think about your clothing forever. And it, it does make everything less stressful, less overwhelming. It makes it easier for shopping. It's so much easier. It makes it easier to even just look at your clothing and know what can go. So if you're struggling to find what you like or what is the right item for you, or if this even looks good on you, book a styling session. It is so freeing. Like you will walk away feeling so free knowing what works and what doesn't. And it, it just, it's so much fun for me and for you and my clients just rave about it. So if that's something you need, please don't wait. Don't go another season with that. Wondering if you have the right clothing on, or if you, if there's a way that you could look better in your outfit, or if you could just adjust it or whatever, don't carry that weight around. Don't, don't, do that to yourself. Let's book that styling session. It's so fun. Or if you want to just post a picture, um, you can cut your head off if you don't want your face exposed, but just put a picture up on email me or put it in the Facebook group. I would really prefer this to be in the Facebook group so that others can learn from it as well. You can post it anonymously and I can give you some styling tips and like kind of draw it out for you a little better. That would be so fun if you wanted to post that in there. All right. Um, the other thing, so once we've removed anything that isn't the correct sizing for your closet, for your dresser, anything that is not in good shaping, you know, doesn't have the best, you know, maybe it's not in, um, it's lived its best life already, right? Then what I want you to do is to see what all it goes with. So if you have um, different pants that have lots of patterns on them, little girls are a big um challenge in this department. If they have a lot of patterned pants and they also have a lot of patterned tops, how many items in that closet can be worn with those pants? It needs to be greater than 70% in my opinion for those to be a good purchase because it makes it easy. That is why, because if they can go with all of your wardrobe, then there's no thought process that you have to go into when getting dressed. You're not going to be like, oh man, this feels awkward. Something's off about this outfit because everything should mix and match and it should be able to be an easy accessorizing opportunity rather than feeling like you have the wrong pieces on or that you just can't fix it or it doesn't look right together. So anything that doesn't work well with other items is in the go box for me. Like that just goes, go, go, go. The other thing I want you to think about is, can you get dressed standing in one spot? Is there one spot that you can stand in and grab all the things that you need for the day? And I'm not talking about 
collecting them by running all around the room and in the closet and in the bathroom and in the bedroom and back and forth through the dressers to get the items that you need to get ready. I'm talking about everything belongs in one area of your room so that you can put them all on at one time. You don't have to walk around to put them on. You can just put them on where you stand. In my room, I have a very small closet for my husband and I to share. And all of my clothing fits in the drawers that are right there. My undergarments, my jewelry is on the shelf right there. My pants are there. My tops are hanging. Some of them are in the drawers. My shoes are there. My hats are there. My pocketbooks are there. Literally everything, one place. I don't have to move anywhere to go and get something to put on. Everything is right there in the closet. And it's a tiny closet. Now in our other house, we had a gigantic closet and I could still reach everything that I needed to put on for the day. Your closet can be that way too. My kids' closets, all of them. They do not have to walk around to get dressed. They open their closet. They put their clothing on, their shoes on. They are done. That's it. It is so easy. It is so beautiful. And it is so fun to set that up for them and to see them be able to easily make this work for them every time, guaranteed. In any house, in any closet, I've done this in so many different spaces at this point, even in armoires when there were no closets available, we make it work. It's easy. It can be easy. And if you have so many clothes that you can't fit it all in one spot, there's no way you are wearing all of them. If you are not a fashion influencer on social media or in your life. And even if you are, you're not going to rewear those items. So move them out. If they have lived their life, move them on, sell them, (laughs) donate them, gift them, whatever you want to do. But there's no reason to hang on to stuff that you know you will never wear again. That sentimental reasoning for it, take a picture, put it in an album, Save it on, um, you know, in an email somewhere. You do not need to save items that you're never going to use. You don't. Now, I do. I have a very big sentimental heart. And I can help you repurpose something if that is something that you need. And if so, I have a storage tub that I have my sentimental stuff for each of my kids in. They each have their own storage tub. And it has its boundaries. It must be able to fit into the storage tub or it does not get saved. Their baby blankets, their special little outfits that they wore home from the hospital, all of those things, their school papers that were so precious, everything sentimental is in that one storage tub and that's it. We're done. It does not get piled up. It is not burdensome to tote around from house to house. It is not an entire car full of stuff. It is one storage tub per child. I feel like I'm getting off tangent, but I keep it in the top of their closet. So that's why I'm thinking about it because my kids' closets have their sentimental storage and their clothing storage. That is what they keep in their closet and it makes it so easy. Now in this house, I have moved their sentimental storage tubs to a different closet and, um, temporarily because I haven't, I don't like the way their closets are set up and I just haven't made time to make it work any differently. But for now, that's how we have it and it's working okay. 
So I want to help you guys make your clothing, your clothing closets, your wardrobes easy. I want it to not be stressful or overwhelming or paralyzing when you have to get dressed for the day or for a special event or whatever. I want you to feel confident in what you're wearing. And if you don't, let's talk. Stop waiting. Your clothes should be organized in such a way that it is easy for you to grab everything that you need for the day right there, right where you stand, in the closet, in the dresser, whichever you like on a bookshelf. I don't care where it is. It doesn't, that part does not make a difference, but it should all be able to be kept together. And it should be simplified and organized enough that you don't have to look for anything and you don't have to spend more than two minutes putting on all your clothing, including tying your shoes, putting your earrings and jewelry on, like whatever you're wearing for the day really should be super easy to do. If it's not, that's what I'm here for. Let's fix that. So bedroom closets, I just keep it really simple. My kids have about seven to 10 days worth of clothing. That's it. That's all they have. They do not have seven to 10 pairs of pajamas. They only have maybe four or five pairs of pajamas max. Um, that's enough. They can rewear them. They're clean. We bathe every night. They do not wash their hair every night, but they do get in the tub or the shower and rinse off, wash their bodies and clean themselves every single night when they leave the house. If they leave the house and they're around people, they come home and wash off. It helps them to relax. It's just so much easier. They're cleaner. And it, it's part of that relaxation, that setting their mind for bedtime. If they get their bath or their shower, then they brush their teeth and get ready for bed. Go read a story. That's their wind down time. Now, I'm going to be talking a lot more about capsule wardrobes coming up. Um, but I'm not doing that today. There are other episodes for that and they are very helpful and wonderful. So if you have any questions about that, then refer to some of those other episodes and feel free to ask me in the Facebook group. It is called the SOS mom show. It's in Facebook groups. It is linked at the bottom of this episode. You can scroll down past the picture and it has a little link. You can click on it and go to the Facebook group. It's facebook.com groups and then it is the SOS mom show that is the, the name of the Facebook group all right so I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode I hope that you can get your clothing closets simplified organized and find your style I would love to help you find your style if you feel like you don't have one or you don't know who you are anymore after having kids or the season changed or your sizes changed so much that you don't like anything in your closet. <laughs> Girl, I got you. I can help with that. Okay. I love doing that for people so much. All right. You guys have a great day. I will talk to you soon. My kids are busting in. I got to end this episode. I will talk to you later. Bye. Say bye, Joe. Bye. <laughs>